0: This is the Small Business Big Marketing Show with Tim Reed and Luke Moulton. This show is lovingly put together for small business owners by small business owners to get practical ideas about attracting more customers more often. So, if you're serious about building your business, strap in for the ride. Now here's your hosts, Tim and Luke.
1: Lukey, Lukey, Lukey. Hey, Tim. Well, I'm pretty good. Yep. Uh... A little bit melancholy. A little bit melancholy. Why is that? Well, we'll come to that. <laughs> yes, very interesting. Welcome back, listeners. To as we speak, and looking at the iTunes Music Store, uh, the number one marketing podcast in Australia. Luke, indeed, indeed. Uh, amongst good company,
2: we are amongst good company. There's some. Uh, there's some really good podcasts around at the moment.
1: Oh, a bit of Harvard Business School, a bit of Australian Stock Exchange, <laughs> a bit of BBC happens to be yeah. there, but uh, no, that's but that, great. That real
2: estate one's been at the top for a while, too. Yeah,
1: don't like them. Yeah. Well, we, won't, li- we won't talk about that. No, they must have a big list. <laughs> it is a big influencer in terms of your ranking, but anyway, we digress. We digress. Welcome, um, listeners. Welcome back. Could be back. Feels like it's been a couple of weeks, Timbo. Well, it'll feel longer shortly, Lukey, and uh, <laughs> I'll tell you why. Well, you'll tell our listeners why. Um, Lukey's got some big news, guys. Um we are going to share our thoughts on the Jim Beam current Jim Beam commercial and how to, uh, how we as small business owners can learn from it. We're going to talk Pinterest. Yeah, Lucas, a chat about Pinterest. Uh, the hey, the prof's back with a bit of a rant on a continual rant on social media. Good old prof. Yep, um, and I went and spoke at a local networking group uh, the other night, and. Took my microphone along and interviewed some small business owners uh, who shared. You got their amongst thoughts. the people? Did
2: you? Timbo? I did. I, I did. I got, I got amongst the it's people. good to see you get off here. Well, I No, sorry,
1: go on. Luke, please. Yep. It's the kind of guy I am. <coughs> so um, they tell people. a bit of insight into what, how they feel about marketing, the best marketing they've done, um, and we've got a to listener to question. So we've got a bit to cover, Lucas. But before we do that, hello to all our flying solo listeners as well.
2: G'day, flying solo listeners.
1: Now, Lucas. Yes, Timbo? What's going on, please? Well. It's not
2: you. Okay. It's me. Uh, I'm breaking up with you. Well, with them, <laughs> us, you, yeah. No, look, t- 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 Timo, you and I have had a few chats over the last couple of days and we've uh, decided to part ways. We have. In terms of uh, this project, Small Business Big Marketing. Yeah. Um, I was uh, reminiscing last night and going through all the all, all the uh, iTunes comments. And you got and, a bit and sad and sent I, I me did, a texty. Did, I did get a little bit melancholy and yep. sad and... Uh, um, Look, you know, there's we're we're both in a different place at the moment. Um, I am I'm, I'm flat out, um, you know, doing working for the man, uh, so to speak. Yep. And uh, you have certainly have a bit more time to put into small business, big marketing as a project, and and the desire to. Yep. Uh, and um, I guess we've had a bit of a chat recently, and, and decided that um, we both probably want different things out of this. Yep. Yep, and uh, and and subsequently, uh, we've decided that uh, probably the best course of action is for me to. Um <laughs> Depart. <laughs> that sounds terrible. It does. Actually, well, it's, it, not, it's it, not quite that.
1: It, it's not an acrimonious breakup. No, it's not. Uh, no, it's not at all. It's, uh, in um, fact, you're sitting in my, la- in my lap as we as <laughs> this goes to air. Yeah, but take your hand for that. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true, mate. Uh, you know, between I think you nailed it. You absolutely nailed it. And listeners don't read anything more into this than than what we're saying because um, Lukey's taken full time work. He's taken full time uh, family with a new one on board just recently. Uh, and uh, whereas myself, uh, I, I sort of, uh, you know, we started this three years ago and it will continue well into the future um, and you will come back as a guest host if I have to force you back. You're absolutely welcome anytime. time. Thanks, Timo. Um but, you know, I do, I do. I, it's got traction. Small business, big marketing is a brand in the small business marketing space of Australia mm. and in other countries. You know, I looked at our analytics the other day. We were 94 countries. We yeah. were downloaded in last week, last month. Yeah. Um, yeah. When we, we keep getting emails from from further and further <laughs> Far away forward. places. Yeah. Um, and I do. I, I have big plans for it and um, it would just require a massive commitment. From from both of us, yeah. um, So,
2: I, th- I think also we have we have perhaps different ideas about uh, what we want out of it as well. Yeah. Um, I, I think for you, know, for you it's more you, you love the interviewing side of things. You, uh, you you love the the speaking side of things, um, and I think uh, SB, SBBM is a, is a platform for you to be able to do more of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And 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 I. Uh, don't. <laughs> <laughs> you just went red there. Yeah. No, I don't. Look, I, I'm. I, I don't really enjoy speaking. I'm not. I don't think I'm particularly good at it. Um, you know. I. I guess I think of you. You're. You're the frontman for this band, right. uh, right. and I'm. I'm the drummer. So, and you can always replace it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you're a good lead guitarist. Yeah. Um, no, rhythm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But, look, that's it, listeners. Um, I'm sure, Lukey, there's going to be uh, many complaints and uh, notes sent in and all no, that. You, but he's... You might find you get more listeners, Tim. Yeah, 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 that's right. <laughs> that's right, or less. No, but uh, we're here to stay. Oh, I'm here to stay, and Small Business Big Marketing is here to stay. Lukey will be back. In fact, this is your second last show. Yeah. Because um, you set up a great interview next week with the guy who wrote the whole concept around Get Things Done. And, GTD. Uh, GTD, and uh, you'll be absolutely a part of that. Yep. Um. But uh, Lucas, it's, um, it's not the end; it's just the start of something new. Yeah, and, that's, uh, that's right. And and for the listeners who have just tuned in for the first time, they're going to go, "What are these
3: guys <laughs> going on about?" You know, if
2: like- you have tuned in for, for for the first time, I was actually just going back through some of the old podcasts, Timbo, and and had had uh, sort of pulled out some of my favourites. Um, yeah. Hall, Hall, bags. Oh, Scotty Kilmartin's always been. It's always been a favourite of mine. You do, um, you do Strom, love what he does. Strom, really? He's one of my favourites. Um, Morning to the Peninsula Brewery I had a bit of a think about that I was think, thinking about what my favourites have been yeah. and um, probably a little bit of a lesson for myself in this it's all all the ones that I've liked have been about people creating a product yep um, so I think that's probably a good lesson for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A good takeaway for me. Um, what are you going to do with that? I don't
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> we should. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. interesting. I, I mean, it was always obvious the interviews that really resonated with you and, and that you got excited about, and just like, don't you do that without me? You know, uh, because they kind of, yeah, and you got, and that's obvious. You know, when you're passionate about something. Yeah. Um, and you know, one of the great things about what we do with with podcasting, just generally, is the opportunity to interview people and. Get inside their heads and interrogate them about stuff that we're interested in. Yeah, and, and find out find out how they went about it. One of the, one of the ones
2: that we didn't get to do is um, I think it was Cameron from from Opener. He's, oh, yeah. he's actually developed a. a um, you were excited about that one. Yeah. Once again, it's a it's a. It's quite a novelty item. It's a. Mate, um, it's an iPhone case with a beer <laughs> opener. On it. That's yeah, all it is. It, it is, you <laughs> know. But but the market. Well, the, the, first of all, the product creation. He's an industrial designer by trade. Right. And second of all, the marketing he's done around it, I think, is absolutely fantastic. Um, you know, video. Uh, everything's you know, really cr- crisp and clean. The packaging. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's just really. Well, uh, really if cool. I get him on, yeah, you come back. Yeah, let me come. Yeah. Send me the questions. Um, okay, what else? I oh, will send his questions. <laughs> what else? What other ones? Um oh, the the most entertaining one has to be uh, Anne Marie from Adora Life. Ah, the naughty shop. Yes, yeah Do you enjoy uh, that?
1: Well it was it was probably the most fun. Yeah, thing. it was it was us at our most juvenile it was. <laughs> Absolutely we, we'll look, we'll put links into your favourite shows into the show notes for yes. this episode seventy nine of Small Business Big Marketing at smallbusinessbigmarketing.com because um they were they they were good ones. You got any others? Uh, one of our earliest ones, Wicked Campers Wicked, that was our first interview Yeah Wicked Campers Yeah, he was really good He was hard Yeah, <laughs> he was hard He work. was, he was like, at oh, oh, a point but- I was wondering whether he was asleep or not But then he'd come out with these nuggets <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, Michael Klim Klimi Klimi,
2: Klimi was good um, Yeah, oh look, you know, they're, they're, we've done what's this is show
1: 78 79 79 Klimi was amazing, Olympian yeah. Um, turned, uh, he'd started a range of male, um, not S- cosmetics, what skincare, skincare, uh, and it yeah. was great. Like he was telling how he was a courier. He's all of a sudden out there. To, imagine, imagine running your little health beauty shop down the road, and you've ordered some <laughs> some Michael Klim product called milk, <laughs> and he delivers it, and he delivers it, <laughs> and that's what he was doing. Great stories. Yeah, I actually seen
2: it, I've seen it in uh, some of the larger. Um I think Safeway and Woolworths now. Yeah, So he's obviously doing pretty well. He's rather well. And he's back in the pool, too. He's back in the pool.
1: Yep. Yep.
2: So, yeah, they're they're just some of my uh, favourites. Timbo we will put uh, some links in the show. We should, Luke.
1: They were were fun. There there was quite a few. So um, we will definitely put them. So now let's get stuck into uh, the content of this show. We can reminisce next week as well. (laughs) Get things done. Hate long goodbyes. Now, Lucas... couple of things. Well, Pinterest, tell me about Pinterest. You you I'm um, I I haven't I haven't tried I haven't got a Pinterest account yet. Yep. I know small business big marketing makes allows people to pin stuff from our site. Yep. Hasn't really uh, got the traction yet, but I know you're not, loving um, it. Not, well, I'm not I'm not loving it. I thought we'd have a
2: bit of a chat about it because it is certainly uh, an emerging social media network, and I think our listeners need to be aware of it. Right. Uh, I don't think it's for everyone or for every business. Uh, it's so, visual, so, isn't it? So Pinterest is, is essentially, it's a virtual pin board where, where people can pin stuff they like on the web. Yep. Um, the main audience is predominantly women, mm-hmm. 25, 30, 30 and above, I mm-hmm. think. Um, and um, the the most popular stuff being pinned is mainly sort of fashion and, and recipes and and probably cute kittens.
1: Always. <laughs> Always.
2: So, uh, look, and, and I, I've, I've seen cases where Pinterest is driving significant amounts of traffic to certain websites. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, it's not for everyone, but if, you know, if you are in, if your business is and you have a website that's in, uh, you know, obviously particularly fashion or food, uh, restaurants, graphic that, design. Yeah, yeah. Visual. 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 Vis- visual medium. Um, I think it's certainly something that you need to be aware of. Uh, look, it... it you don't, you don't necessarily have to go and spend hours on actually on this social media platform unlike you would with Twitter, mm. for example. Um, but there are some simple things you can do to your website uh, basically to allow people to pin stuff from your site. Um, and that's basically just add a pin it um, button to your site. So it's which, just, which I don't we, know whether we said done. it,
1: but it's a virtual pin board. Yes. Yeah, That's no, exactly what it is. Yeah, did. I did. Yeah, because yeah, it's like, uh, so if you haven't got visual stuff, I mean, you know, you're going to struggle really, aren't you? Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, so go on. So you got a pin button. But you should pin pin a put a Pinterest button, button yeah. on your website, every page of your website.
2: Oh, not necessarily every page. Um, for example, it's probably if you've got a blog, put it on that. Um, your product pages. But if you on your pin, product pages. I don't
1: get it. That's where I don't get it. So a blog is writing. There might be a picture in your blog, but yeah. generally it's writing. So do you pin a blog post to your pin board?
2: Well, not... No, uh, you, <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> well, so uh, it, it is good practice to
2: put photos on in blog posts, right? Uh, and try and illustrate. You know, pictures where So do you pin lines. the photo, or do you pin the whole post? You actually you can pin the whole. You can pin the whole post, but Pinterest will pull the photo from the blog right. post. Right. Okay. <laughs> um. So uh, obviously it, it's about. Um, yeah putting good images on your site it's re- yep. that is relevant to your content. Yep. So, um, look, it's not for everyone, um, but I think it's certainly well worth a look if if your audience is in that demographic, which is predominantly female.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, I know um, others who are using it who oh. are not just... Who- yeah, look, it's a gross
2: generalisation, um,
1: but it's, it's certainly figures
2: are showing that at the moment uh, it's predominantly female. And We're all, we're all wondering
1: what it. the next social media channel was going to be, following Twitter. Yep. Pinterest has got the quickest I can't remember the numbers but it's got the quickest traction the quickest take up yeah. of any social media in history so it's gone from like none to x million users within the shortest space of time Yeah um and I can see why because it's really focused it's actually really simple mm. and it's a visual thing and yeah. it's like and and it, and it and it and it respects those of us who think visually Versus those who think, you know, in words, and um, so I can see, I, I can see it being around. Normally, we'll, I wouldn't have suggested we talk about it if it was just a fly-by-night thing, a, a bright, yeah. shiny object, but it, it looks like it could be around for a while. It certainly
2: seems to be, it's obviously getting traction, and, and um, yeah, I guess ignore it at your peril.
1: Absolutely, Lucas. Yeah. Um, all right, mate. Now I have, I want to play you something. Right. All right, uh, and then, uh, well, you already know what it is. It's the Jim beam commercial. Yeah. <laughs> there, there, there there is nothing good about that piece of
2: communication <laughs> see, a, a, a number of people find these find it quite offensive um, I, I find it really offensive and I, I, maybe I'm missing something I just I find it funny I don't I don't necessarily see it as a as a um, good f- communication but I um, i don't see it as offensive I find uh, this it
1: funny. Is, uh, for overseas listeners and for those who don't know exactly what that was we'll put a link to it in our show notes but it's it's a TV commercial that's on high rotation on Australian TV at the moment um I just uh it's kind of good that you have the reverse view I, I mean I almost feel like a prude for hating it so much why do you hate it Uh, I just think it's incredibly disruptive, which is clearly their intent. Yeah. Um, It makes their customers look like complete idiots and fools, buffoons. Um, I was wondering whether I was alone, and I went to their Facebook and literally pulled up their Facebook, and if I could – within the last minutes, um, here's what people are saying – your new... And this is just on their Facebook. This is this is their timeline. Your new ad on TV when those dudes are doing the Tarzan call makes me want to go out and buy Jack Daniels. Worst <laughs> ad of life. Uh, drinking Beam, fingers poised over the mute button.
2: Wow.
1: Yeah. We'll never drink Jim Beam again after these ads. Talking about making you feel sick in the stomach. Um... This is just in... I'm not picking them either. This is just in order of their timeline. Every time the current screaming ads come on, the first thing that comes to mind is, where's the insert beep uh, remote? (laughs) Even worse is the fact that actually turning me off the product and making me disinclined to drink Jim Beam. Please ditch those adverts before I'm completely turned off. Wow. And literally, if I was just to keep going... um, Loving the silence at the beginning of your new ads. It gives me the chance to hit mute. <laughs> this is extraordinary. Um, you know, like, I don't know, mate. Uh, yeah. you can, look, it would, it, on high
2: rotation, it will certainly get annoying.
1: Yeah, I, I just played that on YouTube in a quiet office. Imagine yeah. watching TV, quiet night with your family watching TV and those buffoons come on. Yeah. I They haven't pulled it. I've asked for an interview with them. They've Ooh. responded that they're... They're considering it and all that. Now, this is not small business marketing. This is a a multi-million dollar global brand. So why are we talking about it? Well, you know how we interviewed Phil McKinney, uh, the killer innovations guy a few episodes ago who introduced the whole concept of if you ask the right questions, you'll get the right answers, and he calls those killer questions. Um, I think this raises the question for small business owners, the killer question, what are you doing to annoy your customers? (laughs) I think we should ask that of ourselves and, yeah. um, and it's a good killer question and to me. Now, w- will that be the end of the Jim Beam brand? Of course not. No. Will it build it? Probably. Well, we're talking about it, aren't we? We are. And you know what? When, when it's all said and done... What it is, is discussion around the brand, which creates brand awareness, which creates inquiry and purchase. So that really annoys me that I'm, <laughs> I'm
2: talking about so it. is So does this go back to the old argument that any publicity is good publicity?
1: We said that... I don't know whether you remember, but in our early days, we were recording our show out of the Hamish and Andy studio at Fox. Yes. And I don't... Do you remember me saying to Hamish that exact question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is any publicity good publicity? Yeah. And he said... I think something to the effect of, if I went out driving after uh, tonight and ran over someone and killed them, that's publicity, but it's not good publicity. <laughs> no. So right. the answer is not, in, not all publicity is good publicity. But you know, I think within the scheme of things, the fact that we're talking about it, the fact that everyone else is talking about it, it in whether it's negative or positive, it seems to be all in the negative. Certainly hasn't done uh, wonders for Matthew Newton's career. Why? <laughs> Does he drink Jim Beam? No, bad publicity, I mean. (laughs) Oh, yeah, right. Well, no, no, that's another story altogether. (laughs) Just because you look like him, you shouldn't bring it up. (laughs) So, anyway, um, what are you doing to annoy your customers? I think it's a really good question we should all ask ourselves, Um, and that's why I brought that ad up because Mm. it is. It's not small business marketing. But uh. Now, Lucas, um, before we get stuck into these interviews, let's hear what the prof has got to say. About social media, in our last episode, he talked about the, um, the cons of social media, the negatives. Mm-hmm. In this episode, he talks about the pros.
4: Hey, bro. In my previous response, I set out the case against social media. Um, but as I said, I, I'm actually a fan of social media, believe it or not, and, and I do see huge potential in the medium term So I would now like to present the arguments in favor of social media and and why I actually do believe in the future of social media. First and foremost, front and center, human beings are social. We are social animals. We have social networks. We like to communicate with others in our social network. So social media gets this. It, it works with human nature. It's not working against human nature. It's facilitating human nature. It's using technology to facilitate what we've been doing for thousands and thousands of years previously. So um, it takes a good thing and potentially makes it better. Um, secondly, 11% of the world is on Facebook. That's pretty impressive. You know, it still says that 89% aren't, but but <laughs> 11% are. That's a lot of people. Um, Twitter has 225 million uh, users. LinkedIn has 135 million. Still relatively modest numbers, but with impressive growth off a off a reasonably low base. Um, I think I think virtual worlds, despite what happened with Second Life and and the fact that it sort of you know hasn't really reached its full potential. I still believe that virtual worlds have a huge amount of untapped potential um, across a whole wide range of of areas. Um, So even commercially, I I, I think there is a lot of potential for companies to leverage social media but right now a lot are still struggling and they are using hard sell uh, in place of soft sell. They are trying to be too direct and too aggressive, and and they just don't get that it's it's about facilitation, not domination. Um, so to conclude, in in the, if I could paraphrase Bill Gates, uh, I think we mustn't overestimate the short term value of social media, and underestimate its long term value. in In the medium term, I, I think we're going to really see the commercial benefits of social media that perhaps we haven't fully seen in the in the short term.
1: Now, Lucas, it would appear that the uh, the prof has given us two sides of the coin on social media. He I, think he, I think he likes it. I think he knows that it's here to stay. And I think the... Pretty, int- pretty hard, th- hard to ignore, I think. Oh, well, the Instagram boys, the two fellows who just oh. earned a billion dollars off Facebook this week, oh, yeah, I reckon yeah. they think it's probably a good thing. Yeah, um, but,
2: bought by Facebook for a billion.
1: One billion. I, I don't understand all that stuff, except that I saw somewhere that what it does for the Facebook IPO, it adds $3 billion to it, so they probably should have given them a little bit more, you mm-hmm. know? I mean, a billion bucks? Did they, know, did they shortchange them? <laughs> yeah. don't know about you,
2: Timbo, but I feel like we're, we're, well, obviously we are. It seems like we're heading into another dot-com boom. Yeah. And I get the feeling that uh, maybe not, too soon, but
1: it might all come, or some of it might come crashing down. Mm, feels a bit, it's early in the boom though. It is, yeah. It mm, is. I um, might go and see if some domains are available, maybe like you know, cars.com <laughs> or, or realestate.com. You reckon they'd be taken? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah well, um, now, just yeah. speaking of social media, uh, we started a LinkedIn group uh, a few weeks ago.
2: Yeah, it was kind of off the back of interviewing uh, the Australian LinkedIn MD, Cliff, Cliff Frozenberg, and um, yeah, it's been amazing timber. Yeah, it, very it, um, quick traction. You know, we've we have let let's be honest, we've we've probably struggled a little bit with engagement, I think, for SPBM. Yep. And I think part of that is On Facebook. On Facebook. I think part of that is, well, I believe part of that was due to this as as a medium. It's pretty hard for our listeners to engage while they're listening to us. I mean, I know I listen to to, um, podcasts in the car. People listen while they're exercising. They're usually doing something else while they're listening, which makes engagement difficult. Yep. However... LinkedIn seems to have, uh, I guess, contradicted that theory. Yeah, it
1: does, and it's a different. It's the. It seems to be the right space. Yeah, and I think
2: it, I think also it's a fairly neutral space. So um, some of the other people in there are actually creating the conversation themselves and asking questions. Yep. Uh, instead of it being instigated by us. Yep. Um, yeah, Absolutely. so, so it's, been, it's been quite amazing and it's, the, the engagement is, is really good. So um, where, can, uh, where can people check out? Well, just
1: go to LinkedIn and, and go to uh, do a search for groups and the group is called, funnily enough, Small Business Big Marketing. That's strange. Um, we haven't promoted it. Um, it's about three weeks old. We've got 105 members. Yeah. There is um, more discussion started by other members than me or you. Uh, we have contributed to each of them, but it's fantastic and it's really good quality discussion. Mm. Uh, It just says to me that it's the right environment. And Cliff Rosenberg, boss of LinkedIn, is a member. Yeah. Gotta love that. Now, Lucas, uh, last week... I, oh, this week, early, earlier this week, I spoke to a group of small business owners on the Mornington Peninsula, yep. in the area where I live. And um, I took my microphone along and thought, you know, I'll get out there and, as you say, speak to the people. So after my talk, um, I got out there, spoke to, um, just basically said, you know, what frustrates you about your marketing? And what's the best marketing initiative you've ever done? And it was great. Um, so we're going to share four interviews now. Um, excuse the background noise. That it was in a. It was in quite a noisy cafe. Great cafe in Mornington, by the way, for those local. Cafe Ondi, O N D E, I think it is, and it's. Oh, it's Ace. Where's in fact, that? oh, it's back lane type stuff. Um, but I interview one of the owners, Mornington. And, uh, yeah, in Mornington. Oh. So, um, but anyway, uh, well, maybe we'll launch into that interview first with the owner of Cafe Ondi, uh, who talks about how she goes about promoting their cafe. So, start off by telling me uh, your name and the type of business you're in.
3: Um, and it went. And our type of business is. Uh Food business. It's a coffee shop.
1: It's a, it's actually a beautiful cafe, a beautiful it's Italian it's deli and, and, and cafe by the looks Tuscan, of things.
3: Yes, we have we have uh, tried to no. So we've tried to create a, an image that is very Italian and very Tuscan. So
1: so tell me, uh, marketing. You do a bit of marketing.
3: We do a little bit of marketing. Yes, we also do wholesaling. Okay. So we've got our own brand of products which we wholesale mainly to the wineries because it's the top end of the gourmet market and it. Leads Itself to that sort of environment.
1: Is there anything that frustrates you about your marketing?
3: Anything that frustrates me. Um, well, yeah, I guess. I guess. Um, paper advertising, paper marketing, frustrates us a little bit because we do do a little bit of that. Not a lot, but we don't get. We don't get a lot of feedback in that sort of, and yet everybody says that that's the way to go, but that that frustrates me a little bit, it's the fact that we do some advertising in papers and magazine
1: So hang on, hang on, who are these people that says it's the way to go?
3: probably the magazine paper oh, right. and the paper people that say that's the way to go.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, so you're running these ads, they're pretty costly even in the yes, local paper? Are.
3: Very, they are. We're just about to put another one in, so, but you know, we, we sometimes you have to be seen to be doing that because everybody else does, um, you know, places ads in local papers and if you don't, you're the odd one out. But we do we do get a little bit of feedback.
1: Yeah, well, I'll talk to you about that later, but I, the listeners to my show know my feelings about advertising and directory advertising and, um, it can be a bit of a bottomless pit.
3: Yes, it can. But, you know, we do, I mean, we do some advertising. We don't do a lot of advertising. A lot of our advertising is basically word of mouth. It's, it's, that's, that's mainly where our advertising comes from.
1: Now, tell me, what's the best marketing? Where, what's, what's that marketing initiative that you've taken where you've gone, oh, wow, that was pretty effective?
3: Basically, for us is is we do it here. We 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 we're our own um, marketing, if you like. We, you know, we we tell people that come in uh, what we do, um, and they can see what we do. Um, yeah, I think I think our own our own marketing is the best.
1: Way y- you're being a little bit modest. I'm going to t- ask, just explain to our listeners what you're doing with this overseas trip, which you're doing each year. I think it's fantastic.
3: Well, that that came about because uh, north the northeast, northern east, northeast of uh, of uh, Italy is very close to my heart. Um, it's I I went to school there for a few years, and I've I've been back a number of years. My father comes from there, and it was it was an area. Well, it's an area that has a lot to offer. And a lot of people love the southern part of Italy, and it's quite nice. Okay,
1: so what what, what do you do? You take a group of...
3: We take a group of uh, 10 to 12 people, and we do a whole lot of food tasting, food sampling, wine sampling. We do sightseeing, um, and just basically just have a lot of fun. And we've got family there that likes to get involved as well. Um, Yeah, so we just show... That part of Italy, show off that part of Italy. It's
1: an absolutely brilliant way to get a whole lot of raving fans around your business.
3: Yes, that's that's another good marketing that we... Because people want to know what we're doing, even if they're not coming on the tour and they know about it. They, particularly when we came back last September, everybody wanted to come and have a look. Here, what we, do, what we did, um, have a look at photographs and all that sort of thing. So that's also a good, a good marketing... Uh, tool that we've Brilliant. got here. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Do you want to plug your business?
3: Uh, yes, I do. On there, Fine Foods, we're in Barrett Lane and uh, come and see us. We make fine coffee and fine food. We've got great staff and the great environment.
1: And that's in Mornington in Melbourne. Yes. Thank you very much.
3: You.
1: Now, Lukey, doesn't it break your heart when you hear a small business owner say that they're doing advertising because that's what everyone else is doing? <laughs> well, while you were playing that back to me,
2: yeah. obviously, off air, yeah, I I uh, cursed, I think.
1: Cussed. <laughs> Cussed. Yeah. Oh, it's just, um, it's not a good reason uh, and the media reps, the sales reps are good at selling the advertising space and the need for advertising space but I do hear I do hear, so many small business owners who continue to do it despite the fact that they're either not getting any results mm. or they're just not sure whether it's working or not. Um, Look, I mean, this does come back to who's your audience and
2: what are the, what are they looking at. <laughs> And um I don't look at local papers anymore. But maybe I'm not their audience. Mm. Maybe their audience is the um fifty five year old plus who does still read the local paper. I yeah. don't know what sort of establishment it is. But if they if if a cafe wanted to attract me, a couple of things they'd be doing. Yeah. They'd be on Urban Spoon. Ah. Timbo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, something like Website? Uh, UrbanSpoon dot right? Uh, but it's a, it's a social media app that's also on the iPhone, or m- most usefully on the iPhone, because you can you can set your location and and literally shake it, and it'll bring up a random oh, brilliant um, a random uh, obviously restaurant or cafe near yep. you, or you can you can select cuisine as well. Um, for example, this this is obviously Italian, I think you mentioned. Yep. um And the other thing is, how, how do you get on? Uh, Urban Spoon. Did You just go and submit your, your yeah, your, upload the information about your cafe. Yeah, the the, the the important thing then is to try to get people who come who come to your cafe to to rate you on Urban Spoon as well. Testimonials, uh, Google Places, yeah, yeah, as well. Timbo, um, yeah. I did a tweet, <laughs> uh, I think it was last week that um, got a little bit of attention. I was um, I was in the Mordialic area, which is in Bayside, in New Melbourne, Australia, uh, and I was just looking. Um, locally at Maps and I noticed that there was a a video store that was coming up and I I clicked on it and the business description didn't come up, but a customer review Ah, came up and it was a very bad one. Very bad one. (laughs) Want to get rid of those puppies? Anyway, I digress. But um, look, they're they're, they're two other things. People are using mobile devices to find businesses these Mm -hmm. days. So, um, Make sure that you make sure that you're there when people are looking.
1: Absolutely, uh, and, and that is a massive trend right now. Is there's just just assume as a business owner that people are, f- are finding you on a mobile phone, on an iPad. They're out and about, so you want to be there. Uh, and uh, it's free. And it is free. Absolutely. Now, Luki, uh, next interview. Here we go.
5: My name's Sean from uh, Big Man on Event. Uh, I do small removals, basically, uh, from anywhere from Melbourne up to down to
1: And what, uh, if anything, frustrates you about your marketing, short?
5: Uh probably not getting the right exposure uh, and in the right, uh, yeah, just in the right market and who am I I looking to target and, yeah, getting that right, I suppose.
1: So so tell me a bit more about that, getting the right exposure. You mean getting your your name in front of the right people?
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So how do you currently go about
5: it? Uh, Well, just what's on my van uh, and um, word of mouth. I work pretty much uh, on uh, referrals. That's my probably, 100% of probably what I do and uh, I get good referrals. So that's that's, served me well for six years. And, and tell me, what do you do with the people that refer you? Uh, give good service. Turn up on time, uh, be polite, don't smell, um, do a good job.
1: And, and, and what about the people that actually refer you? So do you do you ring them and thank them or do you send them something? Or? Uh,
5: no, I don't, but I, most of them um, I do fairly regularly, so I, I keep in touch with them that way. Yep. I, don't, uh, I don't really... I, I say thank you, obviously, but uh, I don't give them anything or anything like that. It's uh, pretty... Uh, Two-way street, really. Yeah, Yeah,
1: Is Big Man with a Van a franchise, or no. is it?
5: It's you. No, it's just me.
1: Okay, yeah. it's a good, it's a great name. Uh, whilst this is a, this is an audio show. Yep. Uh, you, you're about uh, six foot six. I am. Yes. And uh, it's a big van.
5: Yes, big van. I've got two of them now. So uh, yeah. So been in operation for six, for six years.
1: Oh, I, I know this is an obvious question, but often small business owners uh,
5: find it hard to name their business. Yep. Was it easy for you to name your business? Uh, I originally wanted uh, a Tall Man in a Van, but. Uh, yeah, Got uh, big man in a van was was there for the taking so uh, yeah so I took it sounds better yeah well it'll it come for me when I get fatter I suppose <laughs> yeah.
1: and tell me what's the best marketing you've ever done
5: uh, word of mouth word of mouth and um, and probably coming to um, networking groups and uh, just being I mean because I'm tall I sort of stand out I used to be in hospitality a lot of people do know me so yep. um, but yeah just get in there and do my thing brilliant
1: yeah. thanks for sharing. No, I- Luigi, he was a fantastic fellow. He was huge. He was bigger than me. Uh, I'm six foot four. He was tracking in at about six foot six, six foot seven, as he said. Um, Many business owners that I speak to say word of mouth, word of mouth, word of mouth is the is the key marketing. Word of mouth is an outcome, I think, of good marketing. It's not marketing itself. Good, good service. I don't know about good marketing. I, I, is is good service marketing? Well, well word of mouth is someone telling someone else about your business you know you should use them or these guys are great and you know always use, and that's a result of providing it providing good service or providing you know great pricing or providing a great packaged product or and apparently not smelling and not smelling, correct, correct. <laughs> yeah. um, but your word of mouth is important, but I think, you know, you, it doesn't just happen. It, 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 I don't know why that stuck out
2: to me, but I, but now that I think about it, um, particularly tradies, mm. when they're coming out of their house and they, yeah. and they stink like BO or cigarette smoke.
1: Yeah, yeah, cigarette smoke.
2: Stale cigarette smoke. It really does turn you yeah. off. Yeah, and apparently smell is, is, um does leave quite an impact because I think that's, that's goes yeah, straight to your brain. absolutely. It was
1: one of the five senses. Uh, I'm officially a prude, I think. I don't like the Jim Beam commercial and I don't like people smelling a smoke. There we go. Let's get on to the next interview.
6: <laughs> Joe Jarman from Energy Photography.
1: Okay. Now, you've just come up to me and told me that you do some unusual marketing. Now, you've got to reveal all.
6: <laughs> um, well, being a photographer, the, the hardest thing for us is repeat business. Once someone spent, I know, a few hundred dollars or a few thousand dollars on photography, it's very rare that they come back within a short time frame. They like to recommend us to friends and family, but, you know, it's just hearsay or word of mouth, which isn't strong enough normally. So what I've done with um, social media such as Facebook, I've really honed that to my advantage where... Um, at the shoot I ask uh, are they on Facebook we become friends at the shoot or just after um, as soon as the photographs are ready for viewing I actually post one or two small photographs on Facebook on their page on
1: their page okay yeah. yep yep
6: yeah. so that does two things it indicates to them that the photographs are ready for viewing and obviously purchasing hopefully and the other thing it does is shows all of their family and friends that they've had photography done and professional photography now once people start liking, that's where my marketing comes in. For everyone that likes one of my photographs, I then inbox them with an invitation to email me personally and I send them a $100 worth of gift vouchers to spend with my company.
1: You're very clever. <laughs> now, uh, what's your success rate?
6: At the moment, it's, oh, I've only just started, but at the moment I'm almost 50%.
1: That's a really, really high conversion.
6: It is, and I'm, I'm like I say, I have just started, so it could be a false start, so I'm very cautious of reporting 50% success rate, but I do another marketing campaign where once, once someone's actually had their photographs done, they're not on Facebook, I wait about four or five months so that friends, family, etc. have seen the photographs in their home or in their purse or wherever they decide to hang them, put them. Um, and I send them a really nice letter saying thank you so much for having your photographs done with us and we're rapt that you were happy with them And we know that you will probably want to recommend us, but this is something to help you recommend us. And I send them three gift certificates. The photographs on the gift certificates are actually photographs of their family or their pet. And it's worth $100. So it's very personal to them to give as a gift to someone else. It actually looks as if they've been very generous by giving $100 away to somebody. But in fact, it's a a promotion for me to get more business.
1: Joe, what you're doing is... um time-consuming, and often we hear from business owners that, you know, well, it's either lack of time, money, or knowledge that's stopping them doing great marketing, but, um, so you've, you've opted for the time-consuming part of it, which is absolutely fine, because what you're doing is actually, it's not, not a lot of expense to it, so how are you actually going about allocating time to this?
6: The simple fact is, once you, I taught myself in InDesign, um, it's not the easiest program, but I'm fairly arty. Being a photographer, taught myself in design. I've created a template which says all the basic information that I need, and I have two boxes where I just drop the photographs in for each relevant person. I do them in threes, which is three up uh, DL size, as printers would call it, on an A4. I only print one at a time for each customer. they post posted in the same envelope, sixty cents, done.
1: Three. <laughs> Tell me, have you got it? You've got it. You've obviously got a website. I do. Yeah. And how effective is that for you?
6: Not too bad because um, I've only used it as an online brochure. It's not—I uh, haven't got a direct marketing message on there. I use it literally as a brochure, so people can see our work, etc. Um, there is a, an email, for, you know, ability there. Um, and it gives a map about where to find us for the studio those kind of things I don't put my prices on there I don't put my opening times on there because it's by appointment so it really is an online brochure
1: Joe, one of the um, right now one of the big hot social media topics is Pinterest have you had a look at it?
6: I haven't no I'm dying to because I heard about it tonight through you (laughs) okay great well
1: not that I know a lot about it but I mean it's just a it's an online pin board and from what I gather it's being heavily used by wedding planners and photographers
6: interesting mm. that's the one thing I don't do is weddings I do commercial work and portrait work yep. the one thing I've always avoided is weddings I've only done two yep. and they were from, for friends and yep. I wouldn't do it commercially
1: you, you've given us a bit of an insight into how you get your message out there one last thing I'm really interested in is there's there's no shortage of photographers in this world uh, like most categories it's a pretty crowded marketplace but what, what do you do to really set yourself apart
6: um I think it's the personal touch. When someone actually makes the appointment with me, I that that very day I actually send a card a greeting card saying thank you for your inquiry this is your appointment date to confirm this is how to find us this is my brochure this is my business card if you can't make the appointment here's my mobile number it's very personal we become friends quite quickly when they come to the studio if they've got small children we have a lot of fun they're on um, what we used to call space hoppers in the 70s they're on space hoppers they're on bikes they're on skateboards they're playing with balls if they've got a dog the dog's running around wild we get grandma rolling on the floor we have hula hoop competitions We have a lot of fun brilliant. And it really does Guide the
1: photographs Hey thanks for joining us What's your website?
6: energyphotography.com.
1: Love it Thank you Joe Logie. Timo Gee there's some clever Small business oh, marketers was, Out there That was brilliant
2: Yeah Absolutely brilliant Simple
1: Great great idea using Facebook Yep Yep And tracking it Knows her conversion rate All that type of stuff I Facebook's hope. ideal I think she'll get a lot of Traction from Pinterest Yeah definitely I, Hopefully
2: she's also Watermarking her photos why? Oh, just just um, once again to reinforce her brand, if is, is she's putting right. her, her business name or domain name on there. Yep. No,
1: she'd nailed it. Good, good, clever photography. Last one is a builder. Here we go. Bob? Not Bob. No. Okay.
7: Hi, I'm Christian Gibson from Frankston. Yep. I have a carpentry business and have branched out into home maintenance and repairs.
1: Right. So um, Christian, tell us about some of the marketing that you've undertaken.
7: I have used flyers, uh, I have also used word of mouth. Um, in the past- so Hang on, I'm going to stop you there. Yeah. When you say you've used word of mouth, what do you mean by that? I mean that I have worked for a client And these people have been satisfied or or happy with the end result and have recommended me to other potential
1: clients. Okay. So tell me, uh, and a fellow interviewed just earlier, same thing. Um, What do you do, if anything, for the people who have referred you?
7: Uh, Well, what do I do? What I do is if they've referred me, I, I honour... And, and respect that by doing a good job, or, or giving giving the the potential client the standard that they were recommended. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, that, that's fair enough. You yeah, know, if a person's going to say use Christian Gibson Carpentry, well then I'm going to honour them by by living up to the. To the plug that they gave me
1: absolutely yeah. it was probably a leading question because there was almost an expectation that you, you send them a box it of wine got, but um, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah no but that, but that's great so, so Christian tell me about some of the other marketing you've undertaken it's, it's a one-man show small business
7: yes one man show uh, in the past because I've been doing this now for 15 years working for myself in the past I have used the local paper I've also used local notice boards public notice boards. Um and they have had varying degrees of success, but the paper was the, the paper is a funny thing, it takes a little bit of your little bit time to get people look at it week after week and then they see you there and then they might give you a call. But it, it gets to the point where it can just the floodgates can open and you just get more work than you can
1: than you can handle.
7: H- how do you know where your inquiry's coming from? Generally, they feedback. They they give you feedback, or you might have to give a subtle question. But generally, so, so you
1: might say, How, "How'd you find out about yeah. me?" Or they'll ring and say, "Look, I saw your ad in the local yeah. paper." Yeah, that kind of thing. Okay, Christian, uh, have you got a
7: website? No. And, and why not? Uh, well, I haven't needed to at this point. Okay. And I, I'm happy with the. With the, the extent of my business in the in the moment, so until I want to sort of expand it a little or, or greatly, then I guess I would just probably wouldn't have a website because it's a, it's just another cost. And and one thing in business is to, especially small business is to keep your costs down.
1: Interesting. Just to, just uh, put you on the spot here. What do you reckon a website would cost?
7: Oh look. Off the top of my head, I reckon you'd have to pay a minimum of 500 bucks. Okay, okay. So, something decent, yeah, something worth spending money, yeah.
1: No, I don't have the answer to that because yeah. it's really a how long's a piece of string, but 500 bucks would be at the very cheaper end of a good That's website, I reckon. imagine, yeah.
7: That's what I was, yeah. Definitely. Definitely.
1: Christian, thanks for joining us on Small Business, Big Marketing. Luigi, one thing that Christian didn't say on air um, but we're talking about off air was the fact that he will do uh, any job, big or small, and what he found is that the small jobs that many builders were knocking back, you know, come around and just knock in this bit of wood or whatever it is, yep. would lead to a big job. Bigger stuff. Yeah, and wow. sometimes we forget that. Yeah, yeah. Very, very clever. Yeah, he, he's just he's a simple builder, that fellow, and he was doing a great job, Apparently, he gets great testimonials from his customers, um, and I like the fact that he has all these balls in the air. You know, the, he's a juggler, each ball being a marketing initiative. We've spoken about this before. You know, yeah. local pinboards, local papers, you know, he hasn't got a website yet, 500 bucks, bit light on. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, uh, he is. Um, he's good. He's, he's having a crack.
2: Yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah, good stuff. All right, mate, so they're my interviews from the networking event, nice. and I love getting amongst that kind of, that, yeah. that, that real solopreneurs. You know, they're all just one-person shows and they're all having a, having a really good crack. All right, mate, um, last thing before we finish your second last show, stop <laughs> it, is that a tear in your eye? Yes. Hey? Um, is a listener question. So let's have a listen to what Josh, the photographer, has got to ask us. Hi there, guys.
4: Josh Brightman here from Balanced Image Studio. I'm a photographer based in uh, New South Wales. I've been listening to your podcast and a couple of comments that you've made throughout um, throughout the last year or so have made me wonder, what do you see as the difference between advertising and marketing? Look forward to hearing from
1: you. Bye. Lugie, great question. It's a good question. Probably a question we could have answered. In our very first show.
7: <laughs> yeah, probably. I,
2: we should
1: have. We should have. We may well have. We probably have touched on this before, but but let's touch on it again. Um, pretty simple. Um, advertising is advertising radio, print, TV, billboards, uh, websites. It's where you place a message and hope like hell that someone sees it and acts on it. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> marketing, to me, the best definition I've ever come across, it's the quickest way to a sale. Um, where you line up all your ducks and marketing, the marketing ducks, if we were to go back to Marketing 101, is um, product, price, place, promotion, and people. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's about just getting all those ducks in a row so that you've got the right pricing, your product or services distributed in the right places, it's packaged up well, it's promoted well. I mean, this is a simplistic view, but my, my point is marketing is so much more than advertising. Advertising forms... A small part of the promotional p. Just say advertising is
2: where you place your marketing message.
1: Oh, yeah, it's one of the places. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But so is direct, direct mail, letterbox drops, sponsorship, exhibitions, you know, websites, all sorts of places. Yeah. But um, yeah. so hope, hopefully, that's a very simplistic answer. Might get the prof to answer that <laughs> in, in a future episode, <laughs> eh? Get the, might, yeah. might have to make it a whole episode.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, actually, actually, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You, might, uh, yeah. you know, now that you're in, in need of
1: um, some other co-hosts, some some maybe co-host love. Yeah, yeah, I will. Yeah, a bit of academia. Yeah, we'll need that. We'll need <laughs> that. All right, mate. Well, that is the end of Small Business Big Marketing. Listeners, um, Lukey's last show next week, it'll be with the fellow who has created a system of action, basically, which is called... Lovingly called GTD, Get Things Done. Getting Things Done, In the meantime, um, feel free to send us – you can send Lukey uh, a letter of love and farewell (laughs) to questions at smallbusinessbigmarketing.com and you can also visit smallbusinessbigmarketing.com and sign up for a free marketing report and to be alerted to every show that comes out now and into the future. Lucas, love you. Pleasure. Love you too, mate. See you next episode, mate. See ya. Bye.
0: You've just come that little bit closer to getting your business booming thanks to the Small Business Big Marketing Show with Tim Reid and Luke Moulton. Please keep in mind that the information, opinions and ideas expressed in this show are those of the hosts and interviewees and theirs alone, and they don't necessarily reflect those of their past, current
6: or future employers.